0: Rapture is a body delta, I am the voice, and Big Sister is the hand, when Rapture speaks of you, it says only this, sleep now, your day is done. Is the world for which you strive? You, alone among the dead.
1: Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to Platforms, the show that is uh, totally politically incorrect and all about games most of the time, unless we get sidetracked, wow, which we opening. usually do. Different opening. Well, I thought I'd change it up, you know, go for something. I thought you were going to say
2: the,
3: the podcast by Sweaty Gamers. Or sweaty gamers too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it is a thousand and ten degrees in this fucking room, and we just had to shut the windows to sh- um, so that the show doesn't sound like. Um, you know, we're doing it live on Parramatta Road. Maybe so... we should just
4: open all the windows and just say we're live. We're live on location. <laughs> then, we, then we can take a seconds
3: break every time that you guys switch cameras. Hello, Bob. <laughs> I'm live here on.
1: <laughs> anyway, if you're wondering what this madness is, we are a game show, and like I was saying, we are politically incorrect. And
4: what surprise, Bob? Sorry, game show. <laughs>
1: you shut up okay you reckon my intro I'm sorry it's the heat
4: man it's the heat
1: just just shush okay uh, yes hey so hey
4: i derail the shit yeah not dave you. derails
1: the show. Jesus! this man not you
4: jesus i have a Fucking small puddle God. forming on my <laughs> <laughs> i this
3: have is... one in my pants but i don't talk about
2: it so wow keep it okay
1: bringing it back to gaming um, yes, we're a gaming show, we're slightly different to the other shows you will hear around because, uh, yeah, we're not very good at playing it straight, we are very honest I, and I play it
3: straight, How w- about you
1: Well, yeah, okay, whatever <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, look, I'm gonna skip straight forward because I'm forgetting entirely what we do We're part of the Geek Actually podcast network What that means is that we have this show, we have a uh, movie show, and we have a tech show We'll talk to you more about that at the end of the show Um, I am of course one of your hosts, Josh Philpot, and as you will see from my lower third, um with the sniff. I have a cold, so if my voice starts to go kind of like a bit blocky towards the end of the show, it's because I'm pumped up on drugs and um, not feeling 100%. And on the other side of the table is Dave, who's decidedly, even though he looks. A lot uh, paler than me. He's actually a lot more healthy,
3: and I am pumped up on other drugs at the moment. Um, a little bit of mescaline and uh, opiates, which is fantastic.
1: Makes it so much easier for me to handle this
3: show and my co-host.
4: <laughs> and we you actually do not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, are you, what
1: are you trying to say, dude? Like seriously, I'm not trying I'm, to I'm say not, anything. I'm. Are you, are you trying out to say I'm hard it. to deal with? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Let's go. That was talk. on
3: the nose for everybody in the uh, yeah, audio.
1: Yeah. Yeah, believe it or not, they can get you know sort of a few subtle things from you, Dave. It's uh, <laughs> it's all right. Anyway, look, we're going to move into some news, and the first one's going to bore Dave to death. So you can feel free to take a headphones. Uh,
3: surprisingly, no.
1: Uh, and I'm, I'm David McVeigh, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy, that guy over there that makes everything happen. Yeah, him. Yeah. Fuck that guy.
4: Yeah, yeah, don't worry about me. Nah, Ignore like, the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And of course with us always is our chat room um, patroller, our uh, man that makes sure you guys don't go too far and by too far, it's usually too far before we even start censoring you anyway, but um, we, uh, we have Shane uh, monitoring the chat room if anybody needs to voice anything, he is Nexus81 and um, he is there for you guys as well as he us. rules
3: the chat room with an iron fist! Smiting everybody who says anything derogatory towards myself. <laughs> Shush, not so much.
2: But yeah, <laughs> no,
1: not so much with the me. Shout, anyway. out, shout out
3: to Nias. Hello, Nice, How you doing?
1: Oh, yeah, good well, to see. Um, we have a freaking packed chat room. We've had, uh, we've had probably about 25 different people drop in and out over the last little while. It's great to see you guys all in. It's always nice to see everybody in. And uh, a special in. shout out to a uh, good friend of mine, Dushy Gong, who's in the chat room. Thanks for dropping by, man. Uh,
4: douche. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's try and do something slightly productive, shall we? Um, Apparently,
3: civilization is back. Sorry, I just thought. I'd say. Wow, man! Great
1: derail. That one was probably one of the best ones I've seen you do in a while. Thank
3: you. Uh, did, did you want to actually talk about? It? Oh here n- all no, week? you know, like
1: do go. I'm I, knowing how much you know the uh, the Civilization series. Why don't you just tell us? Just run well, us uh, in
3: 2008, there were uh, two categories that came into Civilization. They did two releases as opposed to no releases in the last 12 months. See, you didn't think I read the fucking oh, notes, no, it's did it's you? It's cool, dude. You yeah, gold. take that, bitch. Um, I, I quite liked uh, Civilization Revolution for uh, the easy accessibility, uh, which is always a plus for me in any situation, gaming or otherwise. Um, uh, I, look, I really like it. Uh, from what uh, I understand, this is going to the uh, traditional hexagon format. Exactly, which for is an
1: interesting uh, turn for them because really, it's it's as they said in the article, it really comes down to the fact that, um, this is a GameSpot article by the way, um, they were saying that it's not going to change up the format, which... Basically hasn't changed since the first game. Um, it's just been expanded on, mm. and, or, um,
3: or, or, or pulled back as as Civilization. Well, Revolution, was. Revolution.
1: Revolution was a great game though, and I hope that they, if they're going to do five, that they um, they have actually stated that this one will be. Um, uh, they, uh, there is a possibility they'll be bringing this to console as well, and if they are, um, it will probably have a similar interface. And I actually think that's really good because I loved um, Revolution. It was just it was such a joy to play. I mean, it was very simple. It was very simple. But once you got into it, it was good fun. See,
3: the way I played it was that I picked Gandhi as my world leader and then nuked everybody everybody possible. I was like, the practitioner of peace dropping the bomb on everybody was awesome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, look, anyway, um, if anyone's into uh, Civilization, there is an article over at GameSpot at the moment. I advise you guys to check it out. Um, it's just basically talking um, about uh, the new combat system that they're going to have, the grid option, as Dave was saying before. Um, I'm, I'm excited only because... Every civilization that's come out has always been better than the last one, and Mm. I'm really interested to see which way they head for that, and I figured we'd been light on PC News for a little while, so I thought we'd just drop that little gem for people.
3: I hope they have an Australian version of it, where what you do is you just wipe out an indigenous culture and build above (laughs) that. That would be (laughs) fantastic. What are you Uh,
1: talking about, man? That's what I do in every single one of these games, dude. Shut up! I just go through. It's like, (laughs) Greeks? (laughs) Fuck the Greeks. Kill them. (laughs) Um, But yes, so changing the world Forever. Um, and Greeks become one city that i 'll just leave there until I feel like wiping them out for good.
4: changing the world one tile at a time <laughs> damn right, damn
1: right. Um, but anyway, look, the next one is interesting because i 'm not on either side with this. Um, we a while ago in geek actually, I believe it was, we talked about the um, modship situation with the Nintendos and the fact that they had won um, they had won a court case. Uh, allowing them to continue sales mm. of these devices, because, I, I recall that one. Because in theory, it comes down to the whole thing of a video player or a DVD uh, recorder or anything like that, where it's like it's not the device that's illegal; it's the copying of games that's illegal, yeah. and this is why they got away with it. However, recently um, there has been a court case here in Australia. For the R4 cartridge distributor. Uh, It Um, was in
3: Brisbane, Vegas, I believe,
1: wasn't it? Yes, yes it was. It was up in Queensland. And um, the man was caught uh, uploading a copy of New Super Mario Bros. to the internet. Really dumb thing to do. But he has been charged, um, what was it, Uh, $1.5 million. And
3: I believe the owners of the... uh, um, <clears throat> the store that was uh, was helping them sell it and whatever else yeah. individually got charged fined uh, a fine hundred thousand dollars each. Yeah. The
4: other thing about the, the the guy who got charged though as well was the fact that he was uploading a pre release copy of Mario. It hadn't actually been released yet. And it, he
3: also had his uh, I believe name, address, and fuck you Nintendo written in the byline <laughs> yeah, of the download. Uh, yeah. That 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 may have had something to do with why they seem to have taken it so personally. I, I
4: think Nintendo took offence to the fact that they were saying, "Hey, give us a chance to sell it first, dickwad." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I don't
3: know who you are out there, but if you're—and not that we advocate this type of stuff at all—but if you are going to drop something illegal onto the internet, probably a good idea to wait until it's launched. Look not it's that fun. it will help you that much, but it might not drag so much attention when you've got eight million people downloading it because it hasn't come out yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, it's one of it's one of those things that we uh, that we constantly talk about. Where um, it's like there there are lines, and it's it's like the uh, it's like the idea that some people in the industry names will remain unknown. There are people around that will take a game home early, you know, a day or so early and play it, but they'll never get caught because unlike the stupid ones, they don't go home, jump online, and go, "Hey, guess what? I've got this game early," or something ridiculously retarded like that. Where Microsoft just sit there in the background going, "Really." Well... Unless, you know, uh...
3: unless you're me and, and you, <laughs> oh, yeah, heavy, but you heavy don't rain count. a couple of months early and then have 18,000 men. Oh, my God, you play every heavy rain? It's awesome. What, what's that like?
1: Tell me yeah, about Yeah, you just here. ignore everyone.
3: No, <laughs> no, no. If I get a game early, I, I do have a, a standard smart-ass yeah. yeah, yeah. response. Yeah, a gloaty response. It's like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Bet you wish you were playing it too, but you're not. Enjoy <laughs> it in two weeks when I've already finished it and treated it in.
1: Biatch. Usually punctuated <laughs> with a biatch. Yes, yes, indeed. Oh. Oh, sorry, Shane. You better uh, just quickly switch on the um, uh, the option. Okay, and turn on links. Links. There we go. Allow links. Sorry, we just had a chat room issue where we couldn't uh, we couldn't have links running, so we just fixed that. Anyway, uh, this one's for me, um, Dave. Unfortunately, because no, I,
3: I even watched
1: some footage. Minecraft too. God, you were prepared this week. What? Where, where, where the fuck is Dave?
3: Well, Who well, are you? well. I think maybe a doppelganger took me out uh, from UFC <laughs> yesterday, uh, and I believe the real me is still partying with Rampage Jackson uh, and and fifteen thousand hookers and an eight ball. So, um, <laughs> wow. So
1: this this could actually be. Uh, be me
3: and uh, just to let Baggy know yes i did finish mass effect 2 last week
1: i think that's all of us in this room now isn't yep. It? It, yep. It, it i've was... actually started it again <laughs> so... yeah, it's uh, I've, of...
3: I've pretty much done everything the only thing i've got left to do is i think um uh incinerate the armor of 20 dudes i'm like half a dozen uh, people off that and uh uh, warp the Barriers, and then Insanity. And I was just like, you know what? I love Mass Effect 2, but not enough to go through fucking Insanity, man. Forget
4: no, I mean, that no, shit. I'm not I, doing it on I, I hear you, I hear you
2: as and well, That, that and just the fact
3: that there's another 18 million fucking games that I need to play and review as well. So. <laughs> Although yeah.
4: I, did, I, did, I did your trick, um, Dave, where you start the game again, import your Mass Effect 2 character, start it with all your original weapons and everything. The only problem with that is that you start with all the heavy weapons, yeah. but none of the add-ons to them. You still have to go through and buy all the Yeah, add-on but you stuff. get
3: every weapon. And, and yeah. I mean, so, like, and like, they I give started, you like 50 billion, 200,000 200, credits, 50,000 units of each of the, uh, ele- the mining elements. Hmm. And, um, and, like, for me, when I started out as Vanguard, uh, they immediately gave me the assault rifle. And you do get, like, you get the submachine gun attachment, which you didn't have before. Like, you've only played soldier, so you don't know. But when you start up, you only get uh, a lot of the other classes, only get, like, You'll get the pistol, but it'll be like a machine pistol, not a submachine gun. Right. Whereas you get all of those options and all of the, the you don't get the damage, but See, you get the actual I, weapons. I never worried about
4: that because I play a soldier, I get everything to start with, so. <laughs> no, you, you get
3: every weapon. You don't get all the biotics yeah, and all the other really oh, cool Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> okay, look,
1: anyway, coming back to what we were talking about. StarCraft 2's <laughs> open beta has has officially been launched. Uh, for anyone uh, that was in the chat room last week, we talked about the fact that it was coming. Um, yes, and as that poster says, hell, it's about time. It has only been... Like, I remember last year the heartbreak um, in every PC person I know when StarCraft got pushed back another. the... and And do you know what that
3: picture that Beardy put up that's about as exciting as the gameplay was that one screen because I don't know (laughs) I watched it man and I was sitting there RTSs do not do it for me man well look
1: I'm I'm a huge fan of the original game and I must admit that uh, the biggest problem that I have with the beta at the moment is that I really am struggling with their matchmaking system because their matchmaking system have put easy with easy. I got some dude from South Korea that creamed me in 12 seconds. Are we and still I just, talking about the game? Yes, Dave. Yes, we are. Okay, just Just making sure. Just making sure, yes. Yeah. We were talking about them. Um, yes, no, I built about 10 units. I got to about the exact same point that you get on, like, Mission 2, of the standard game before i got wiped out and actually didn't get a chance to check out any of the new units or anything like that and i have been struggling i've done about five games now and out of those five games i've only twice got units i haven't used before and the problem with that is i'm not actually getting time to use them because (laughs) the second i get one it gets destroyed along with the rest of my base and i have to start over yes i will admit i am not the best (laughs) player when it comes to StarCraft. But, but- dude,
3: this, is, this is not a, a, um, a one-off occurrence. I mean, I, like I said, I don't play PC games. Mm. I'm not a fan of them, but I do actually research the shit. Yeah. And um, I've spoken to a lot of guys in the industry who are pretty much saying the same thing. You know, they yeah. like their RTSs, they like that, and they're like, yeah, I played it for, you know, like 20 minutes and got owned. Yeah. And and that was pretty much it. And and it's probably by some, you know, eight year old kid. In well, this South is Korea, the
1: biggest so. problem though, because the matchmaking system is a really important part and something mm. that they have said from the start that it like it comes up as one of the first options is choose the difficulty. And I actually went, I know that I could probably play the medium level, but I'm gonna play the easy one because I just wanna muck around. It didn't matter. I still got creamed in ten seconds. Now I'm not putting this against them, but I am saying one thing in particular. I understand that you want to stay truthful to the fan structure and the reasons people like these games so much, but it's so similar, I'm feeling a little bit ripped off. But the biggest problem is that all Atias' are always going to feel like this. It's always going to be you either stay true or you do something completely different and alienate your fan base. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to give it some time... Uh, One of the main uh, things about StarCraft that was so awesome was the storyline, which we haven't even seen yet. A little bit annoyed at the concept of having to buy the game in separate bits instead of getting the three campaigns. But look, we will um, hold on to it and we will see... Um, how it goes. I and you will also be have
4: to get used to something as well, because I remember when Warcraft 3 came out. Yeah. I actually didn't like Warcraft 3 when it first hit the shelves. I went out and bought it on the first day. I loaded it up. I'm a huge Warcraft 2 player. And I actually found that the gameplay was so different... To Warcraft 2 yeah. That I had to relearn The whole thing from scratch And then of course You get used to it And I quite liked Warcraft 3 After that But um, I think Starcraft 2 Is probably going to have That same sort of situation no, You're looking I at totally me like, uh, like I can yeah. It's coming out of Mac I, I, it's it's coming out t- of Mac I, Really? Yeah All the Blizzard games <laughs> Mac yeah. and PC Well On the same maybe, disc Maybe
3: Maybe I'll play it yeah, On the I same
4: disc it. Blizzard has always <laughs> Put them on the same disc uh, I
3: may,
1: no, And uh, I, may I have do to understand what DOT means. They, they're not expansion packs. Yes, I understand that they are three full games. I do get that, but it's just the concept of the first one was so awesome because you got the entire storyline um, in one game and the idea of expansions is just something we will discuss at length at the end of the show. Yeah. We actually have a section set up for that exact topic, so we will come back soon and talk about that. Anyway, uh, moving along... The other thing that um, we wanted to talk about is Dave's walked in here on the last minute, uh, just before we've actually started the show, and he said, I want to talk about something because something annoyed me today, this is, and uh, I, I decided to just to- write Dave rants" on my piece of paper. So, Dave, rant to us.
3: It only took like, you know, 18 minutes worth of convincing to get the one minute of fucking airtime that it's I wanted. It's only
1: because you come in two minutes before the show and you're like, I want to talk about something. Yes,
3: well, as I keep saying, I don't live five minutes away from here. It takes me a little longer to get here than you. And there's things called public transport and everything. Yes. Well, hey, don't start, man. Hey, hey, I'm not, not going to start, man. Do, All right. do what you got to do. I just, I just do. wanted to have a little rant. This is this an <laughs> ongoing thing that I have. And this is actually uh, not a dig at uh, Rockstar for a change. Um, well, not Rockstar in particular, but uh, the uh, the uh, fanboy uh, lovery that goes over to the uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, franchise that, that apparently can do no uh, wrong, changed uh, water to wine and walked across water and, and you know, fished to the masses and it all that. It brought us shit.
1: Obama as well, I heard. It did? It, yeah, apparently it was responsible for that, man.
3: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I might just... have to change my opinion on Grand Theft Auto. But no, it was just something that I saw on our IGN's website uh, today that just. I don't know. It, it kind of pissed me off. Uh, and, uh, and I'm just going to. Uh, okay. If I was more prepared, I'd have the screen grab ready yeah. to go on. No, no, no. But...
1: Absolutely. Um, uh, we, we should preempt this and explain that uh, Dave, Dave has, um, on many, many occasions, um, uh, taken jabs at GTA. He's not a huge fan of the game, but more importantly, we are talking about four here, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and cool. to be
3: honest, uh, it's just a little jab at IGN. Oh. Now, that's, <laughs> this is not particularly a jab at the uh, IGN Australian. Contingent, which uh, a lot of them are my mates and I do know them and I think they do a bang up job. Uh, I like their style and I like the way they write. This is more the uh, the US contingent, but um, it had here uh, the name of the article was The Good, the Bad, and the Future of GTA 4. And uh, this is what pissed me off. Take another look at this generation's perfect game and then look ahead at what Rockstar could have in store for GTA 5. Well, if it's perfect, they don't need to add anything to it, don't they? They can just like fucking reskin it and send it out. Well
4: no, if um, it's perfect, you don't even have to reskin it.
3: No, you just send it out again, again. and just put a new number. GTA As good as GTA four <laughs> would be the tagline that I'd use. Now, my problem with this is uh I'm sorry, but fucking no, it is not a perfect game. If it was a perfect game, I would be playing it. And that's pretty much all I need to say about it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, look, the game was far from perfect. It was flawed massively. There was some unbelievable technical achievements in this game i'm not disputing that fact i just think that it's about time that everybody got off the uh all hail rockstar thing and uh just actually look at the game i mean i was reading through the article and quotes that ign us used were uh oscar worthy dialogue and writing and things like that what the yeah. fuck no yeah. okay and, Even uh, i'm not gonna let that and i was like you know what like, don't get me wrong, I think it is a, a marvellous game, uh, you know, maybe at the 15-hour mark when something happens, and you've <laughs> stopped calling people and, you know, trying to root you've just
1: You've just decided to give up on the social aspect of the game. That's when the game starts to get Yeah, exactly,
3: and the thing is, it's like, look, I get it, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Red Dead Redemption is going to be a huge game because one no mobile phones in this era so you don't have to worry Fuck about yes. you know running around to somebody unless I, I hope that they put a mechanic in that you have to go to the post office and sell a, send a telegraph to somebody it's just like meet me here in four days <laughs> and if he doesn't he comes out hey man I will waiting for you you turn up you are faggot <laughs>
2: send a smoke signal nice nice I like that
3: but it's just do you know what I mean it's like seriously guys get off the fucking dick you're there to review video games you're not there to just oh my god it's the case game in the history of America. I love you get a room with GTA 4 IGN seriously and uh, that's the end of my rant. I'm sorry, but I just okay. hate to get that and, on.
1: And a little disclaimer. Um, as much as we do rant on about uh, GTA 4, Rockstar don't completely cut us off. We do like a lot of your other games. In fact, most of them. No, it's not
3: it's, so much Rockstar. It's just the perception just, of the industry that they can do no wrong. You exactly. know? I have the same uh, uh, misgivings with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. I don't think that should have gotten a 10 because, I'm sorry, I don't care if you like multiplayer or not, fucking five-hour campaign is not worth a 10.
4: Yeah. Well, no. your sentiments are obviously shared because your chat room has gone berserk while you're doing that. <laughs> I can't even keep up with it. <laughs> but
3: do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's seriously, if, you, if you're going to make calls like that of the perfect mm. game, I would like to see them, them back it up with every single review around the world for GTA and see what the scores were. And then uh, the Metacritic thing, that shit. The thing is, a lot of people I've spoken to, even peers in the industry, they're all like, who had given GTA a 10, would sort of sit there afterwards and go, you know what, maybe, maybe it didn't deserve a 10. You know what I mean? This is, of course, six months after the fact. when oh, the, so it's it hey, Maybe it might be
1: an interesting review at some stage. Well, a, retro re- a retro
3: review. Well, I, you know what? One of these days when I actually finish... Uh, playing it, and by finish I mean get beyond the first hour and a half because then I fell asleep and moved on with my life. Um, I might actually play it and give a God's honest Dave review
2: well, on I uh, GTA that 4. It's
4: also really, really uh, imbecilic to make those sort of calls because there is no such thing as a perfect thing. Because if it was, if, if there was a perfect movie or a perfect piece of software or a perfect game, there would be no need to make any more.
2: Mm. <laughs> you know,
4: of anything. You know, So you sit there and go, I've made the perfect movie. Fuck well, you. then nobody else ever needs to go see another yep. movie. You're done. You're know, yeah. and that's you always improving. You're always finding different ways to do it. And it's completely subjective. Yeah, so I don't like GTA 4, not because I don't think the game mechanics are good or anything. Else. I don't like the storyline of the game. I, to oh me, man,
1: Mass the e- to me,
4: Mass Effect 2 is a much better game because yeah. I enjoy the story. And you know it. what? I
1: love
3: that game, and I'll probably pick it as game of the year. But you know what? It's not a fucking perfect game. No. It no. is buggy and glitchy to all hell i I
4: found a new bug in it by the way i was when i was on the second playthrough a guy got stuck inside a pillar one of the bad guys so i couldn't shoot him because i was hitting the pillar but he kept leaning out and shooting me
3: (laughs) i like it when you're talking to somebody and the character just disappears off the screen and you're just talking to a blank space i was like i'm a ghost whisperer This (laughs) this is fantastic but no seriously um Oh, eager to hear us on Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, that's Ooh. gonna be. Uh, you, you wait until yeah, I, I review
1: that one. That's gonna be an interesting review, but we'll come back to that soon. Um, listen. We'll counter what we just did with the um, nastiness and the and the yelling and the and the screaming. We're gonna yeah, show the you a dying re- and the dying. <laughs> We're gonna show you a cool video. Um, to give you guys a bit of a heads up, we rant on about this game um, at length, but it's one of those games that I just get the feeling is going to go through um, relatively unnoticed. Because I'm looking forward to this actually. I am actually thinking that this could be a really good Dude, game. Dude, It looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks beautiful. The storyline seems really interesting, and there are some incredibly chilling scenes I have already played. So um, I want you guys to keep an eye out for metro 2033 and we have a little video to entice you so here it is
3: In Russia, Metro shoots you.
0: <laughs> Look,
1: guys, um, I've noticed a lot of things running through the chat room right now, and I just want to have a little bit of a talk about this um, game. Everybody's going, it looks like it's all through tunnels, and it's so much like Fallout 3. I will tell you from playing it, and, you know, people that are in the industry can feel free to attack me on this, but I have played You're it, wrong. and you actually start the game outside... So, um, that counters that. And I would also like to say that it is nothing like Fallout, because with Fallout, it had that really thick RPG element, so it was very still cameras, based on the exact same engine, well, a modified engine, but... Um, as Oblivion. This has a really moving rotating camera. It feels a lot more cinematic. Also, the
3: movement of the gun as you're walking around and everything, it, it yeah. really has a big go, sway and, and a lot of movement. If you back to one of our
1: it.
4: early episodes, I think it's episode two or three, we mm. actually showed another video from this game, mm. and it's actually a slightly more open space video. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. Um, look, I've, this is about the fourth or fifth video I've seen for this one. Um, this, the, the videos date back to last year when I was still working in the industry, uh, games-wise. And um, it was really, really cool to see... Um ...to see that game originally, and it just keeps getting more and more interesting. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect game. I mean, as you've obviously noticed, we don't believe in perfect games, but what I am... Going Unless it's s-
3: GTA 4, of course.
1: <laughs> what I am going to say is, though, um, it really looks like it will be one of those games... ...that you could turn back to or get at a time when there's no other games playthrough and just go, you know what, that was a fucking cool game. So look, keep your eyes out for that one. That one's going on my list of games I think could be awesome. I so. just
3: like uh, uh Umtrim's comment, the game is based off a book
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh
3: my god it's so was Dante's Inferno. Oh my god idiot. it's
4: literature it's and a shit. Book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Wow,
3: reading and shit. Are you telling me I'm going to get an education as well as playing games? No, Somebody call up Atkinson. Video games promote and stimulate brain growth. It's a fantastic <laughs> thing.
1: Whoa. Anyway, look, uh, moving on, guys. Uh, we'll move out of news. This week coming up is coming Heavy Rain, which I think Chocolate is going to... rain? Which I actually honestly think <laughs> just every time we talk about that game... you just. Can't. I can't help it, man. <laughs> anyway, look... Um, the game is going to be really interesting. I am really, really interested to know what everyone's going to think, and I am going to put out to Dave, I'm not necessarily going to say it is going to happen, because we won't be doing it next week anyway. We have uh, AVP, AVP
3: next, next week. week. We will be doing Heavy Rain the week after, and yeah. we will have a special guest, oh, yeah. uh, which will be uh, Job Gilroy from uh, Head Editor of Telstra's Game Arena. He'll now, be coming um, along.
1: Dave, we have him coming along for a very special reason. Do you want to tell people why that is? Uh, He has a plan for... He does have a
3: plan. That week uh, I will be uh, guest starring on Game Arena's uh, weekly podcast to obviously help them uh, build up their numbers uh, through the awesomeness of me. Um, and, and, of course, my extreme uh, humility and modesty yeah. at the same time. No, uh, jo, uh, Job thought uh, uh, it'd be a good cross-promotion thing for both of us to just mm. uh, basically uh, attack each other's podcasts throughout the course of I think week.
1: the attacking will be mainly done on his end. because yeah, I, yeah, I've already
3: warned him, as I do to anyone who has me on their podcast, is like, I'm about to rape your show.
4: I will, I will just point out that I actually, looked, I actually listened to a little bit of Gap today, the Game Arena podcast. Yeah. They don't carry an explicit tag. They don't. Oh, God. No, but uh,
3: they do swear, and they don't have a problem. In fact, Job uh, was telling me that he spent six minutes of the show discussing uh, what it would be like for an alien and a predator to have sex, and he went into extremely graphic detail. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to adding to that awesomeness. I know it should be a lot of fun, Um, you know... uh, uh, I do like job. I like that um, pretty much my reviews go out fairly unedited and uh, he He stands by you when you uh, put a score out there and uh, believe me that is not a uh a, a uh, normal occurrence there's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind doors When you do reviews So uh, yeah. it is a, a very nice change of pace And uh, Job is an absolute fucking maniac Oh, it's so, going to be awesome Yeah, it it's going to be a really, really fun show And he's uh, he's got a very definite opinion on heavy rain Which I'm looking forward to Having that one sprayed across uh, the airways
1: here Um, Anyway, yeah, so uh, we've got Heavy Rain coming out uh, next week, which we'll be reviewing the week after that, which will be awesome. It's actually very cool. Um, We have Dante's coming out on PSP. Like I said, I'm just going to be running through all of the games that are coming out over the next few weeks because it's unfair to leave out the little ones. Mm. Um, I have no idea what that's going to be like. I do have a PSP. If I um, see a copy floating around, I might actually play it for a little bit. If I um, get it
3: for free, I'll play it. Otherwise, I don't give a shit.
1: um, Anyway, of course, coming soon, and we mean within the next few weeks, we have Final Fantasy XIII, which uh, has the weirdest reviews that I have seen so far. There's no middle
3: ground. They either love it or they fucking hate it.
1: Yeah, and I really am going to be interested to try and get maybe someone on that show to talk about the game with us because... It really is one of those things can that there I, is just. Can, can I be on the show, Dave? You can be on the show. Uh, uh, it's uh, totally I'll be on cool. On
3: the show to, to like Look, talk uh, about it and shit. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. I've and already Dave, played a
1: lot. Dave has pretty much finished it, and, and I think I think I think it would be good to have you on the show, Dave. So we will we will. Thanks, get, man. I, I,
3: it's always good to stop yeah, yeah, by yeah. and come back, yeah. and um, you know do what I can
1: to make platforms <laughs> the greatest show in the history of mankind. It already is, Dave. It already it's is better with me. <laughs> we're getting Dave all paranoid at the moment Because Dave might be uh, going, going overseas for a week or two And so we're going to run the show without him And now uh, when he comes back his spot will be filled by someone
3: If my spot's filled, your spot will be filled
1: I don't Yeah, even, you can take that and all that I that implies I don't even want to know what that means yeah. Anyway, and um, of course <laughs> another one Which I am really looking forward to getting some time on soon um, If I can get my hands on the beta Which I am trying very, very hard at the moment to do um, Bad Company 2 Uh, Is coming out very, very soon, and uh, if anyone has played the first one, it was a hell of a lot of fun, and the multiplayer was actually really different. It was a small, toned-down version of um, the Battlefield World, sort of Battlefield 2-ish, but streamlined. A lot faster gameplay. I am
3: very excited about this. Uh, To be honest, I really didn't give a shit about the first one. I I thought it was an okay game. Uh, I liked the humor that they had in it, but I really didn't like the control system. I don't know. It just felt awkward and clunky to me, much like Killzone 2, which even though everyone was raving about it, I still didn't enjoy it. And um, I would really, really enjoy uh, for everything that I've seen so far about uh, uh, Battlefield... Was it Bad Company 2? Uh, I really think that they're going to do a good job. And there's a, a lot more of a focus on some very interesting multiplayer modes. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially a lot of 4-on-4 squad work, which really seems like the way Which to was
1: the biggest thing that was missing out of uh, the original game, because yeah. the, um, the thing that really sucked is... You could only talk to a few people and not your entire team, and there was a lot less focus on the, uh, the kind of squad-based thing. There was still squad physics, but it was, there was nothing you could do as a squad. It was yeah. just squad, and that was Whereas it. Whereas this is
3: really, from what I've seen and the gameplay I've seen, it's really, really focusing on a four-man wolf pack. <laughs>
1: Which <laughs> will be fucking awesome. Mm. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it for games that are coming out. Uh, I think, Dave, unless you've got anything else, let's move into a review. Sounds wonderful. All right, let's do it. Um, what we've got here is we're going to show you a little bit of um, uh, footage, which is an in game thing, but for those that haven't played uh, either of the Bioshock games, we thought we'd run this to just give you an idea of the world that Bioshock is set around. Uh, Dave, do you want to show us?
0: For every choice, there is an echo. With each act, we change the world. One man chose a city. Free of law and God. But others chose corruption, and so the city fell. If the world were reborn in your image, would it be paradise or perdition? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: About this game is just how incredibly good these videos are. Um, We'll just um, shrink that down at this stage. Um, If anyone's ever, if anyone remembers the first one, they had a very similar trailer to that, and it was just, it was really cool um, artwork, and that was really what originally attracted me to the first game was the fact that Bioshock was such an interesting world. Uh, The first bit is one of those gaming moments you will never forget, Mm. with the crashing plane. Going inside the The building and just going down. Yeah, the screaming, the dying. And just that first walkthrough bit that you do inside Rapture where it's just blood and signs saying, we want to leave and stuff like this. And you're just going, something really bad happened here. And then the whole story is sort of exploring that world. I I
3: like to think of it as uh, it's 2K's uh, version of Neverland Ranch. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 God, Dave. (laughs) Wow. Um, Except it would be little brothers instead of little sisters. <clears throat> we're going to move on from that comment. Um, for anyone that hasn't too played... You, no, it's <laughs> never too soon with him. The joke, the joke started ages before he even died. Listen... The one thing is, if you haven't already played Bioshock, the world is centred around a place called Rapture. Rapture is an undersea world where they basically decided to shun uh, modern, and by modern I mean uh, 1940s. 1950s, um, 1940s and 50s. They decided to shun the government and basically move to an area where they could do whatever they wanted. Um, uh, Andrew Ryan started up an entire section uh, underwater with the intent of basically no rules and every man gets what he, guess what he deserves. Neverland Ranch. Uh, and they basically started the uh, the idea of, you know, sort of the, there was nothing that was too wrong. They would, you know, experiment, whatever. They would have powers and so on and so forth. And as you arrive in the first game, you find that things have not gone to plan.
3: Well, it's also the the, the population has found the, the, what was it? It was a, a sea slug that uh, they... they um, they worked on and mutated or something yeah. along those lines. And it gave everybody, uh, it produced Adam, which gave everybody uh, plasmids, which was basically Bioshock's version of magic. Yeah. Um, and uh, the thing was that it was kind of like a drug where everyone got addicted to it. and The more that you used it, the more fucked up uh, you, you became as far as mentally, and it would put a physical toll on your body, uh, which is what you're seeing the uh, big daddy uh, go to town with right now on a couple of these little bad boys. Uh, look, the first one was a, a really, really solid game, and uh, it gave a lot to, to for them to grow off. Um, to be honest, uh, I don't think the sequel has packed uh, enough of a punch, It's though.
1: difficult for it to pack that extra punch. I mean, both you and me had said even before we went into this game that we knew that there was going to be... A loss of love immediately because yeah. you're replaying even though they may be expanding on the world you were always going to get that feeling that there was going to be a loss of love in the game because you're playing essentially the same thing
3: yeah i mean uh look i thought that that uh it's done a, a great job we're not going to do any massive spoilers as far as plot line go and stuff like that so uh i think the the big thing has been the uh addition of the multiplayer component which is a hell of a lot of fun because you take part as uh, part of, a, I guess you could say, a cult war that's going on through Rapture at the moment. And you play splices and you can upgrade to Big Daddy. It works very similarly to Modern Warfare or pretty much any of the, the new multiplayer-centric games that have come out now where you have an XP uh, meter or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Adam meter, I think they have in this. And, you know, as you go up, you purchase more upgrades for your character. Mm. But... Um, my biggest problem with the game was that once you move in, like you start off playing a prototype big daddy yep. and you have a very unique relationship with your little sister where you can only really, you, you have an unnatural bond. And again, I'm not talking Neverland Ranch. I'm talking like, uh, 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 you know, there, there, is a, there is a genuine sweetness and, and, and uh, caring between the two of them. And she gets taken away from you very early on and you apparently die. Uh, then you come back and uh, you run through playing as a big daddy. Now my biggest problem with this is that okay, you're a big daddy, it's great, you got a drill for a fucking arm or whatever else. You're a fucking pussy. (laughs) I'm sorry, man, but you know, you got a splicer running at you. Now I don't I I don't recall Crystal clear. The first game, as far as uh, how much damage a Big Daddy took, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that it took more than three fucking million hits. I'm pretty sure
1: I have on several occasions emptied my entire ammo thing. I will add though that in in their kind of like uh, sort of counter to that, he is an Alpha proto- uh, prototype. So he is. I,
3: I know, man, but still, like uh, when sorry, sorry to cut you no, off, no, no, far, no, no. off. far be it for me. Yeah. But you know, when you've when you've got a setup like this, where okay, uh, a lot of problems is you have Eve, which is the source of your your plasmid power. Yeah. Um, or, you know, which supplies power to it. That clicks over naturally as you're moving through the game. So if you pick up five or six vials and you run out of one, ding, it goes straight over. First aid, you have to hit the D-pad. It doesn't directly run through. Plus, there's always the, the, what is it, the Vita...
1: The chambers that you come back. Oh, Vita Chambers. The Vita Chambers you come back. one of my biggest problems with that game. There's
3: no consequence for dying. You die, you respawn, the other guys are still there waiting for you outside the fucking chamber. As soon as you walk out the door. And if you're
1: taking on the big sisters, my biggest gripe is that they run around and get health while you're in the chamber. So you've come out, you've now got less ammo, and now you have to go back and try and beat it again. I just,
3: there's, you don't feel that there's any, uh, look, honestly, I didn't even use a fucking health pack throughout the entire time I was playing. I was like, fuck it, I'll just die and get respawn and then go out and kill them again. Um, Look, obviously you do level
1: up. It took away the sense of urgency for me. It would have been so much simpler to give you more health and take away the bite chambers. Absolutely.
3: I mean, I I think we've gotten to a point where games need to just get rid of this fucking health pack. Mm. I think that it's beyond that now. And and if you want to make it challenging, throw 50 splices at me, whatever else, and let me duck and cover, but... I mean, even in early sections, if you had to go up against a half a dozen splicers, you're going to go through... uh, If you make it, you're going to go through all of your health packs Mm. uh, or first aid kits, if you want to be correct, the terminology. Uh, And if not, you're just going to die, respawn, Come back out, die again, respawn, and as as I said, it lost uh, any reward for me for going through, and you know, honestly, I kind of switched off after about two or three hours, and I was like, it's just like, dum 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 dum, okay, hack this, dum 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 dum, dum, kill, you know. I mean, the the hacking thing was quite nice, uh, the way that they've upgraded that and given you bonuses, but um i don't know i'm kind of ranting on a little bit why don't
1: (laughs) yeah no i um i think for me the big problem that i felt with the game is immediately uh immediately the game did exactly what i wanted it to do which is quickly run through the base points about the game and kick off straight into the game which was good because if you haven't played the original it just touches up enough to get you going and then sort of launches you into the storyline of number two um I definitely don 't feel uh, I, as attached to the game, I think one of the main reasons was because about an hour into the game, I just kind of stopped and looked at the screen and went i 'm just playing exactly the same way I played the first one yeah and to me
3: it 's the exception r- of the traps and the oh dude no they were
1: stuff. all like i mean there't there was still the uh, the the air traps those were still an added thing oh, really? to the first okay. one yeah the, um, the wall traps are a little bit different, and there is there is, new, um, there is a few new added weapons, and yes, you do have the drill, but essentially it's still the same game. I mean, you get the same plasmids to do the same things. You get the mm. fire plasmid to deal with the ice blocks, and the storyline hasn't changed enough for me to care. It's still essentially the same. I am enjoying the fact that they've opened up the world more. I mean, I love Bioshock 1. I love the sort of art decor kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm a real fan of the idea of... Sort of this.
3: the world is fantastic there's, there's yeah, no, even no in the disagreement new one, of that
1: even in the new one it's very very good and they've got a few sections that are really really cool, This, as Nexus has dropped in our chat room it is very nice to have the state gun where you can put people against walls,
3: that is pretty cool especially when you upgrade it and you get the little exploding rocket <laughs> rocket parts of it and it just burns the shit out of anybody who gets near you, that's pretty badass like like I said, it's not that this is a crap game, Yeah, far from it this is a great game, it's just it doesn't do that much different yeah. to to the first one. And to be honest, I don't feel like I'm playing a big daddy. Mm. I just feel like I'm playing... Uh, was it Jack... I can't remember the name of the I protagonist. Don't of the one. But, like, I don't even care. I just feel like I'm playing him with a drill arm.
2: Yeah.
1: like I mean, it really doesn't feel that much different. The underwater scenes were nice. They were an interesting touch. Uh, there was... there's. There's a few really genuinely freaky scenes in the game, but not quite to the same level. The um, The doctor's office in number one is, to me, one of the most upsetting bits that you play in the entire Bioshock series. There are still some incredibly fucked up things. You get to see a lot more of the uh, emotional and and mental side of the splices in this game, I've noticed. Mm. There's a lot more conversation dialogue between them. There's interaction between them, which you never really saw in the first one. It was very kind of... Each person was an isolated situation, and, um... Look, I mean, you saw them run in uh, packs every now and then. They'd talk to each other, but then they'd scuttle off and basically run away. Yep. This one, there's like, uh, at some stages, there's them actually like, uh, there's dancing together. There's actually one bit where one of the Splicer guys is trying to buy one of the Spicer girls when you go through um, one of the prostitution areas. <laughs> um, so, it, look, I mean, some really interesting things, and they've opened that up a bit, but. The the whole thing is, in number one, they are such a freaky element because you've detached that humanness from them. Mm. You've made them this faceless, masked creatures. When you start taking that away and you can actually see them uh, themselves, you start getting a bit... Kind of like, meh. You guys are just people, and I was
3: more intrigued by the side story of the the little sister and what happened to her, and mm. you know where she fit into the scheme yeah. of things, and the fact that the, the the character you play and her have this yeah. this bond, and it, and it appears that she has grown up and that yeah. she is older and uh, seeing how that develops. You know, there, there are a lot of nice touches, but uh, it's, it's something that you actually wrote in the notes, which is, is this more of a sequel or an expansion pack? Exactly. And, and it, really does, it, it really does feel like an expansion pack.
1: Yeah, like we'll come back to that in a second because we're going to rant on about that for a thing. What I think we'll do is we'll cut into final notes. We're not going to drop spoilers because the storyline is one of the main reasons you're going to play this if you've played the first one. It is all about the story in Bioshock. Some of the weapons and upgrades are very nice, but you are still essentially playing the same sort of game. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, look, Dave, I'm not sure what you think, but to me... I I enjoy this game, but I'm not willing to pay 100 bucks for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's really one of those games where I think it should be released released. I I would even accept something like $70, like $69 yeah. or $70. But it's just, I understand the costs are high in a game like this. But if you're not going to really change up the game, um, multiplayer aside, because multiplayer is kind of a... That's an add-in function. It's I'm not, so
3: glad you said that. Because yeah. honestly, I don't think that a... Mo- unless your game is like Unless Mag or is... Warhawk, exactly. and it is, pr- it is exactly. o- online Look, even only. Even
1: COD, even COD, COD people bought for the multiplayer, and that's because your multiplayer is professional-grade multiplayer Yeah, I know, but experience. the thing is,
3: for somebody like me who doesn't give a shit about mm. COD multiplayer, sorry for the brains exploding in the chat room right yeah. now, but I'm sorry, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to play something that was modern war, like, you yeah. know, it, it, I wanted to recreate uh, the experience from Modern Warfare. Mm. And mm. I didn't get that in Modern Warfare 2 no. in the single-player campaign. Not even close. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what I got was a, a Michael Bay-Jerry Bruckheimer extravaganza that didn't give me a chance to take a breath in between each set piece. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and it went about as long as uh, uh, The Rock. So, you know, you, you've got like an hour and 20 minutes worth of gameplay yeah. in, in Modern Warfare. And that's not worth it, man. Yeah. It really isn't.
1: Look, um, like, I understand what you're saying. Um, I am the kind of person that in this kind of a situation, when I talk to people about this game, the game itself is good. Yeah. It is very good. And it, they've put a lot of effort into it. The only problem is the game doesn't feel new enough and therefore I'm going to tell people, wait until it gets a little bit cheaper. Wait until mid-year sales yeah. or anything like that and pick it up when it's 20 or $30. If up. it
3: goes platinum or whatever else. I mean, there's a lot of games coming out now. To be honest, I probably end up telling people to hold off The Bad Company too. Uh, I just think that it 's a little bit more solid as far as the first person shooter goes and what it's offering, but um it it as I said, it depends if you guys are uh, more into uh you know something with a lot of atmosphere and you know you want to be taken on a little journey, then go for it but i've got to agree with uh, Josh here that uh, i don't think it's worth the full price
1: which is why we're going to bridge into this other section. We actually um, had less news in this one because we wanted to cut into an opinion section. listen. Um, we have a lot of people uh, that come in and out of our chat room that are very sort of, uh, very open people, some of which may be around the industry. And we wanted to spawn a conversation today because me, um, I was having a conversation with a, with a staff member where I work and they were asking me what I thought about the game and I, and I just dropped this line that rang out through the entire week for me which is where I went, it's not really a new game, it's an expansion. And it just stopped me and I held back for a little while and I just turned around and went, hold on. Five years ago... Expansions had a different concept to what we have now, right? Mm. DLC has destroyed the idea of an expansion pack. An expansion pack used to be what we are seeing Bioshock Two as now, where you're using the same game engine, you're uh, putting in new weapons, maybe a few new elements, and then you're dropping in a new storyline. Now, this used to be um, this used to be what an expansion pack was. It would be released for uh, you know three quarters of the game price. It would you would have to have the original game to play it. And then that would be how they would sell these games. And I look at this game and just realize that this is exactly the kind of situation we're actually getting from. Um, People will remember the, the thing that always holds out in my mind is if anyone played Quake, Quake had two expansions... And both expansions were individually, when they first came out, priced at about... Whoa, they, were about
4: they were about half the price. They were
1: about half the price. Yeah. And look, I mean, those are really reasonably priced, right? I've got, I've got but, some,
4: stati- some statistics on those for you if yeah, you yeah. want.
1: Uh, the
4: Quake Mission Pack 1 that came out, which was called The Scourge of Armagon, mm-hmm. uh, was at 15 new levels. Mm-hmm. And the Quake Mission Pack 2, Dissolution of Eternity, was 16 new levels. Yep. So, uh, And uh-huh. they basically gave you all new uh, multiplayer maps. They all, gave new weapons. all new weapons? They enhanced uh, some of the special effects Mm -hmm. in the game because, of course, technology had moved on a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then we also got from there, we also got the third party expansions. Mm -hmm. uh, And the one that I was talking to you about the other day was Malice, Mm -hmm. which came out and basically rewrote the entire interface to the game yeah. made it science fiction based. And in fact, a lot of people actually said that Quake 2 took some of its inspiration from Malice mm. um, because it added things like parachutes and yeah. all sorts of
1: other. And it, what was, it? Okay, it was look, look, perfect, examples, perfect examples of a Miscardi in the chat room were saying blue shift and opposing forces, all new voices, same game, brand new weapons, new locations. And they were not the full price. Bagmup, I want to counter your argument you've put in the chat room just there, saying wouldn't every sequel be an expansion? Uncharted no, two. absolutely not. Totally
3: different gameplay, exactly. Totally different experience. Mass Effect Two. Um, just little, okay. Just, just to give it to put into perspective for people, and uh, uh, I'm going to bring up Borderlands. Um, look, a little thing, okay. Borderlands, the uh, the first uh, expansion or yep. DLC that they did, Zombie yep. Net, right? That was probably a solid depending on how, how deep you went into mm. it, six to ten hours of gameplay, yep. an entirely new section, yep. entirely new enemies, it spawned new weaponry. That mm-hmm. is the equivalent of Bioshock 2. Yeah. Now, that was offered as an expansion pack for like, I don't know, 20 bucks or whatever else. Now, as I said, we don't have a problem with these games. It's just the fact that, that gives somebody an entirely new experience. And Bioshock is kind of a double-edged yep. sword because they've given themselves an enclosed area to deal with You know, like Bioshock 3, I would like to see them go and, I don't know, wage war on the Russian version of Bioshock underneath the sea or some shit or
1: even just go go to the surface exactly go go to the surface or or have a situation where you've got a team of people showing up at a Bioshock uh, uh, sorry at Rapture after this has all happened like there's lots of different storylines there's lots of different ways to play out the characters totally change up the situation but I think
4: also the definition of the difference between a sequel and an expansion is a sequel is when you reinvent the mechanics of the game exactly so as an example uh, Quake ...had all those expansions. Quake 2 built a new engine. Exactly. And Quake 2 was an entirely yeah. new no, game. I'm I'm, I'm not know?
1: saying in any way or form... ...that you cannot use the same engine... To create a new situation. You just have to understand the mechanics, the differences between a sequel and a thing. As an example, a perfect idea for a sequel um, for the Bioshock world. Take modern day people and take them into the 1950s world. You've got a totally different kind of personality coming into the thing. You've still got the ability to use the ammo. People still use 9mm bullets, so on and so forth. You can have modern weapons running through the things. You can have modern characters interacting with the eve and Ke- kevin, kevin
3: mckid going into bioshock that would be fucking <laughs> uh, going into rapture that that's for okay me, for the but
1: one. what i'm saying is these are concepts for a new game what bioshock's done is they've gone shit we've got something that's worked really well let's just quickly get another one out yeah and that really bothers me because i really feel like this was an expansion pack and should have been marketed this way if you um, if you truly want to, we've given you some perfect examples: Mass Effect Two, uh, Uncharted Two. I mean, uh, in the chat room, um, we were talking about the differences between the expansions. You've got games that really put in the differences between their games um, in their expansions, give you a totally different world using exactly the same engine. Yeah. But they were smart enough to charge it as an expansion DLC. I'm not saying has wrecked this concept. A perfect example of that, as you were saying, was Borderlands. Blink. Yep. Um, basically, the whole thing about Borderlands is each one of those download packs. If you put them together, that would be worth fifty dollars, right? Yeah, if I mean, by the time you do one together, you
3: do the the two right. DLCs that they've done and the new one, General Knox. Yeah, I mean, you're probably looking at. I reckon at least 20 to 25 hours yeah. of, of new gameplay, new yeah. areas, new, everything's totally different. Yeah. And, and it's probably, um, yeah. I don't know, 70 bucks. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're giving you something different. And that, I think that there needs to be a real solid distinction between this. If you're going to do a sequel, fine, yeah. you know, listen to what the original wanted and all yeah. of that. But you've got to take it more than just a step forward and and just do a little bit. And you'll find that the majority of these sequels fail... because of this uh, other than the fan base or if it's got uh you know letters like gta or cod in (laughs) the front of it uh these things won't do as well unless you drastically change the game and let me just state for the record gta chinatown wars is one of my favorite games of all time (laughs) and it totally changed the tried and tested gta method of the new school and went very old school with it so you know sometimes it's okay to look back to move yourself forward
2: yeah.
4: yeah, There was also another good example of the difference between them is when Dark Forces came out, which was using... C- can you mention any game that
3: I actually know? <laughs> no, <laughs> because I don't know any of these anyway. games. Okay, so when, you, when, yeah.
4: when Dark Forces came out, it was using the, what? It was using the Doom engine. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Anyway, yeah. and... Um, when it came out, when, when the Dark Forces 2 came out, they reinvented the engine. I mean, Dark Forces 2 essentially added a lightsaber. That's what yeah. they that was doing. But they couldn't just add the lightsaber. They reinvented the game mechanics. They marketed it as a new game, yeah. new effects, mm. uh, better points of looking in the whole bit. Mm. But then when when the expansion pack came out for that, added all new levels, a completely new game, keeping the same levels, but it only cost like $30 because you still had to have the original game Look, I mean, long gone
1: are the days where we can be quite that naive about um, the game industries. We don't um, have people working for minimum wage anymore and uh, slaving away. We don't have voices done by uh, the the actual crew. We don't have uh, one voice actor per game that's even mildly... Uh, important and by mildly important he was once on a radio station at the oh, local town oh I'm sure still
4: some games like that oh yeah <laughs> there is look I'm, I'm definitely not
1: trying to separate that out and I'm not trying to say 30 or 40 dollars that's ridiculous but I'm saying I was really upset that this game is still being marketed as Bioshock 2 mm. for full price it just doesn't feel right when you look at what's out and available on the market and what they've done like I mean when you've got all these giant expansions coming out I would have waited another year this for Bioshock so saying 2. Is this
4: could have Released as Bioshock: Sea of Dreams expansion.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, they right. could have,
3: or they could have held off and waited another six months and gone a totally different tack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and and you know what? If you want to use Rapture, that's not a problem. But then you've got to change something. Fundamentally, in the gameplay, and that's that's all I'm saying because I've, I've lo- a lot of people here are just going, you know, well, not everybody likes Borderlands, and you know, not this, that, and the other. I'm not saying just specifically Borderlands, I'm just saying in general, yeah. you've got to mix it up. You have to give somebody something that's going to be a new experience when they're going through into a sequel, but still retain the charm of the original. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if all you're doing is basically reskinning the original, you're not giving people what they fucking want. You know, and that 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 is a very very uh, a big distinction that has to be yeah. made yeah. between it.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, look anyway. Oh, hi. By the way, to expect problems. Who's in our chat room? Um, thank you for dropping by. Great. As it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've uh, we've harped on about him many, many a times. Listen, guys, uh, we'll probably, uh, unless anyone else has anything to drop... I'm done. All right, cool. Um, guys, we'll pull it to a close. Um, tonight we'll have a bit of a longer after show. Um, we will uh, run into our local plugging section now. Uh, sorry, yeah, dude, you've come in right at the tail end of the show. Um, basically, the wrap-up for this, I think, is I just want uh, our opinion out to the game developers out there is... Um, we're starting uh i'm I'm starting to get the feeling that dlc has kind of ruined the idea of what an expansion pack should be uh make sure you focus on making your game that much better i'm not saying this game isn't decent i'm just saying if you're going to give it the hundred dollar bracket i'm not going to give you nine or ten out of ten yeah i'm going to give you seven out of ten if
4: you'd never played bioshock though yeah could you just come
1: in on Bioshock 2 or should you just play the first oh, one? Oh, no, you could easily come in. Because no, no, look, if
3: you've never played the first one, okay. I, I would highly recommend buying Bioshock 2 and starting off as that. But if you've played the first, yeah. you're not going to get a whole hell of a lot out of the sequel. I'm actually
4: going through the first one now. So, yeah. so um,
3: <laughs> uh, well, you, you will. You'll get, like, you know, Gamer. Gamer points and stuff like that, but uh, and achievements, but that that's about all that you're going to get out of it, you know. And look, to be honest, I'd say the same thing about Modern Warfare too. And you know, again, I can hear the chat room exploding, especially uh, Bagmup, Cyrus and Snake Oz, who live in Modern Warfare land. But um, you know, five hours of just a fucking little little campaign. I'm sorry, man, but that's like an eight at best. Yeah. And uh, it's also
1: not worth a hundred bucks.
3: Fuck no, man, it is not. Uh, if I paid for games, I'd be outraged.
1: Anyway. <laughs> all right guys well we're gonna move out of this section um and we're gonna move into the supporting people section which is we're gonna plug some local sites games prawn we love them i think great.
3: you mean game
1: prawn no i i i actually said it just because i wanted to see you get really really angry again. because you always say games didn't you see the giant smile but on my it's face? game
3: just for daughter i will tell you it is w Game <laughs> <laughs> and we have, the, we have the penis on screen right now. Game <laughs> it's and an yes, awesome little logo you have a look that I it.
1: find very offensive and I don't even know why. Uh, um, and
3: it looks like something that should be on our program. Uh, which would be a lovely uh, penis wrapped around a Nintendo
4: (laughs) controller. Don Ray says the S is silent. (laughs) Yes. Look,
1: GamePron, which is www.gamepron.com. They've just recently redone their site. It looks awesome. It's really, really interesting, and it actually breaks the mold to a lot of game sites out there. I advise you go and check them out. Uh, they always have an awesome weekly update, which I was checking out just today. And also they have um, their uh, sites updated as quickly as they can um, and as regularly as they can. So uh, thanks to you guys and thanks for supporting us. And, of course, Oxygen, our silent, quiet partners over there at the uh, Oz um, Xbox community. They're an interesting Use your words, Josh. <laughs> 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 <Use laughs> <your laughs> it's really hot, dude. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oxygen, which is HTTP colon forward slash forward slash Oxygen, which is O-X-C-G-N dot com. Go check them out. They're an awesome, awesome site, and uh, they do a lot of really good reviews. You should go and check them out. Now we're going to plug us. Uh, obviously, we, are, we, we were having a talk this week, and we decided that the number one thing that's awesome about the show is we have a really good crew um, uh, and also a really good chat room. And I thought we, we s-
3: agreed it was me. We didn't agree on that?
1: No, no, we didn't. Oh, um, anyway, the the show itself, of course, uh, doesn't go anywhere without you guys. But what we want you guys to do, and this is just an ask. It's not we're telling you guys to do this. But if you go out and just bring one friend in next week, just get one person you know and just say, hey, look, I've got the site that I like, someone that you think might enjoy the show as well. Um, and just get them to come in and actually, th- thank you, Sido. Okay, that's the whole point. Yes, we are plugging ourselves. Um, Try and bring someone with you. Just get them into the site because even if we pick up five of those people to come in, it just means more people and more people means more fun. Anyway, uh, that's it. Obviously, iTunes, if you guys have iTunes, just click up and search, type platforms, give us a review. It really helps us out because that keeps us on the main page and the main page keeps us with more people coming constantly. We've seen new people coming in today. It's been great fun to have some new and fresh faces and we do, of course, love everyone that shows up weekly and of course the other thing I just want to say is if you guys haven't go to Facebook Shane will drop the link up in the thing if you're going if you're watching listening to this on iTunes um just go to platforms... Uh, sorry, facebook.com forward slash platforms live. And I think Dave said he was going to re uh, reiterate how we got to that um, comment. So yes. do that straight afterwards. But platforms live and just fan the page so that we can keep you updated with everything that's happening on the site. We have another competition coming up very soon. We're very, very excited about it. It's going to be awesome. So
3: We're looking forward to the two people who are going to enter that. That's going to be fantastic.
1: Yes. So anyway, guys, um, it will uh, Possibly be based on things like how many people you bring in over the next couple of uh, days. We will be monitoring that. When we when new people come in, we ask where they're from and how they got. Uh, to our site, so if we notice that a lot of people coming through, we have some actual really cool exclusives, not ones given to us by companies, but actually one in particular is um, something that there are only a few made because it is a rare item that a friend of mine bought and has given to us, which we will discuss more at the time. But, yes, please bring people in and uh, please fan the page. Dave, tell us how we got Platforms as the name.
3: Uh, When we started up the uh, the Facebook fan page... um you have to get 25. So long ago when we only had yeah, 25, 25 fans. people. Wow, um, so but uh, when when you start up with uh, 25 fans, uh, once you hit 25, you can actually have a uh, exclusive URL uh, for it. And um, what happened was, I got home after a uh, glorious night out on the piss with uh, EA, and uh, 2 a.m. I came along and checked the old <laughs> Facebook page, and I had a look, and I was like, sweet, we got the 25 fans. So I thought, well, Josh and I and Beardy discussed that we would do platforms live. So we thought, why not? Let's just type it in now. I'm fine. I'm not drunk. Click. And it said, do you want to check the spelling? Fuck no, I don't want to check the spelling. I know what. I know how to fucking spell. I'm a journalist, damn it. And so then it was about 15 seconds after I clicked it on. It was like, congratulations. You have the URL of platforms live. I was like, son of a bitch. And uh, by, by the time we decided to do something about it, I think we already had like 50 or 60 fans and we were like, it I'm not going to ask changing it 50 now. or 60 people. Plus, uh, I, I still still will say that I'm a marketing genius and this was my plan all along to yep. make it such when a it, interesting... Why don't you show people
1: your, uh, your shirt, my, my
3: genius is the, the Platforms t-shirt, uh, the podcast for
4: drunk gamers.
1: <laughs> yes. Different and to my one, which is the Platforms one. That's right. Dave, how do people get these awesome shirts?
4: Uh, they go to cafepress.com.au forward slash Geek Actually, and you can get all your Geek Actually merchandise. No,
1: yeah, well, thank you very and, much. And I had
3: a, a couple of things I, I just wanted to add, which nobody knows about, um, but uh, uh, when I was trolling uh, after uh, last week's wondrous beginning of uh, our good friend Stan's brother uh, calling me a knob. Thank you, Stan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> much love.
3: I uh, hope you get uh, run over by a uh, steamroller and you're nuts crunched. Um, uh, oh. I had a look and saw that uh, we have three new reviews up on iTunes this week. Oh. So uh, I thought I might read them out. They're very short. Oh, thank you. But uh, we have one uh, which is uh, Do You Like Games by J. Spinney. Uh, uh, no, also, if you're in the chat room and you use these names, just shout out. I mean, uh, some of them are fairly obvious. Spinney,
1: Spinney, spinny tune. He's oh a, yeah, we know Spenny. Spenny. he's, he's okay.
4: been around. He, he started with the Geek. Action much love, show. Spenny. Thank,
1: Thank you, you very
3: Spenny. much, man. Uh, it is uh, so. He's written. No, you don't actually have to be a complete gamer to like this podcast. Dave K and Josh host the show under the watchful eye of David McVeigh. Uh, in brackets, host of Geek. Actually, you um, will be entertained. On that note. On that note. Yes. <laughs> Are you not entertained by this podcast <laughs> as they ramble through their game reviews and highly combustible opinions? Just like most computer games, I this podcast that. is not safe for kids. If you like polite conversation, puppies, tea parties, and walks on the beach, this podcast is not for you. Five stars. And let me mention, all of these reviews were five stars, so Stan's brother, <laughs> Brutal. Did eat a dick. Um, uh, second... <laughs> Second one uh, is uh, Nothing Beats This Podcast. <laughs> I, I don't really need to say any more than that. No, by, uh, by Shizbots, uh, which I think is the brother of Shazbat, uh, who is more uh, from more. Uh, <laughs> I've been searching for a podcast like this for months with no luck until I saw the name Platforms. That's Platforms, not Platforms. platforms. <laughs> it raised the bar for all gaming shows and should not be missed. Too bad my PC is too slow to watch it live. Aww. Now, let me just say... I am not Shizbot. I did not write this
1: review. Okay? You can't anyway. You've already written I know, I've already that already awesome done review that basically you harped on <laughs> about how awesome you were for 10 minutes. Dude, I just harped Shiz- on how
3: awesome we all are. Yes, it wasn't no, just dude I, I
1: was just messing with you. Um, but Shizbot, look, I know that you're only getting this on a download system, but look, thank you so much for writing in, and you will hear this, obviously, when we actually do the recording version of this. Thank you so much, dude. It Tomorrow. means a lot to us, even if you can't actually get this.
3: We do we do appreciate that. And the last one is by... Uh, I, uh, From the Game uh, Player Forums and uh, a good mate, uh, Cyrus, uh, comes up, uh, awesome show. Uh, These guys tell it like it is. I saw what you did there. That was the tagline for Game Player who uh, I used to write for and so I used to be very vocal there. Uh, Tell it like it is and aren't afraid to be brutal when it comes to reviewing games. Uh, They call it as they see it and have fun doing so at the same time. You're guaranteed to have a laugh or few and if you don't, it's because you don't have a soul. That's fantastic. (laughs) It's nice to see a podcast with local talent and content which is hard to find nowadays. Uh, I now have something to look forward to every Monday night. That is very, very sweet. Uh, seriously, thank you, Cy. Si. We really do appreciate that. Um, don't see one up there from Baggy. <laughs>
1: Wait, no, didn't Baggy? Uh, maybe no, he did. But- I don't care. Dude, the, the, the whole thing is, we should off, man, Bagmar Be, gave us money.
3: Oh, okay, uh, uh, ex-Nay on the. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, um, we
1: still want you to drop one, man, but, you know, like. Uh, yeah, they all show support that. in their own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and, I,
3: and I had one last yeah. thing, which actually, I'm super prepared except for telling you guys about it. Um, we actually had a uh, email come through the feedback asking about the latest Ben 10 game, and, uh, and one of. Uh, it was actually from the Sandgate pimp who uh, was asking uh, if there were if anyone else had experienced problems as far as bugs oh, and uh, and uh, I spoke to a, a mate of mine Anthony Hetry down in Melbourne who is uh, uh, has his own website just for kids games called the gameguru.com guy's an absolute legend nobody knows kids games better than Anthony does and uh, he mentioned to me that he has had the same problems across the board that it was a really really shit game that was just trolled out to to go along with the Ben 10 Uh, uh, fandom at the moment, and he said that it is buggy as all hell. So uh, for the Sandgate pimp, if you're out there and you're playing a game with your kid, sorry, man, the game is shit. Yeah, the
4: other game that I experienced that with with my son was the Avatar Last Airbender game, which was... There are certain parts where you sit there and go, "I'm stopped. I can't play anymore. Yeah. It's just gone." You know. Um, and, and speaking of yeah, not being last, able to play anymore, the
1: Ooh. last Airbender game is one of the coolest games because if you guys look on the net, you can actually find something where you can get like 800 achievement points by jumping on the spot for four minutes. And that's pretty like good that.
4: considering, according to the game, it only has three achievements.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can get one, and you pop
4: two of them because yeah. I've got both of them in the first two minutes of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like Assassin's Creed 2 then. Yeah, a
2: little
4: bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to throw out there as well. Uh, we also have a voicemail line that if you want to send voicemail to these guys, these maniacs, uh, to <laughs> voice your opinions or put in requests or what have you, you call Sydney number 8011 uh, 3167. Just please mention which show it is that you're leaving the voicemail <laughs> for because we have three shows and keep it short.
3: And by the way, Garnet23, I know you're part of that crew. We haven't seen a review from you either, man, or
1: money. Well, What's going you know. on? <laughs> considering this is send money show. or review now <laughs> considering come on do it now <laughs> considering his um considering the fact that this is his first week thank you for even showing up but we will Garnet's talk to you on
3: my friends list on both of them you know who you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> um look thank you for even coming in we will talk to you more in the after show we're going to quickly breeze through everything else Gig actually is obviously the podcast we are a part of at the moment we uh have <laughs> sorry I'm not laughing at you okay cool um, <laughs> get your mom's credit card wow that's that's terrible <laughs> but only um, if you're over the Geek 14. Actually podcast is on Saturdays that is at 12 o'clock uh, this is all Australian time of course it's a show about movies um, and you are welcome to come check that out as well. It's great fun. We also have Geek Actually Tech, which is on Wednesday, coming up very soon. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, um, and I hope you guys come check yeah, that out. a
4: really good start. We had some good download numbers on yep. Geek Actually Tech 40, the first week. So yeah, yeah,
1: 40 or something. Only,
4: only two shows in, so we're doing very well on that one. So. Yes.
1: Uh, anyway, thank you guys, and you can always come to the site, which is www.geekactually.com. Come check us out. We do update it as regularly as we possibly can. Um, we're getting out of here. This is enough of the uh, plugging us and plugging everyone else section. That's it. We're done. Dave hit us with the line. Seacrest out.